Hola, 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 amigos y amigas. Hello there, friends, 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 friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Episode 8 of Behind the Bean. Leadership, life, coffee. That's what we talk about. That is what it's all about. Amigos y amigas, welcome back. Lee, are you there or did the uh, wind took you far away? Uh, I am here. You got a lawnmower going back there? <laughs> no. You hear a lawnmower? It, it was a buzz. It sounded like, rrr, rrr. you got a motor going on back there. Oh, so. okay. I probably... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding with you. It's not a lawnmower, but yes, I'm here. Uh, no wind over here. We missed. Uh, hurricane was more towards uh, east of Houston on the Louisiana-Texas border, and it all went east of here about three hours. So we're good here. Everything, it's actually just hot, really hot and humid. It reminds me of days of being in Manzanillo, but I hear the weather is treating you great over there right now. Oh, yes. Since yesterday at nine, just pouring Pouring, pouring water. Obviously, there's no cats and dogs here raining, not in Manzanillo. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been raining the whole uh, the whole night, and then we, I, we woke up. It was, it was it was still a little pouring, and then around like say 12 or 11, it started getting a little crazy. Now it's a little crazier. But um, and, it, and for people who are listening uh, from other places, that when you live in Mexico, and especially we'll speak of Manzanillo, some there's a few towns that are better than others but in Manzanillo just when it rains first of all it pours doesn't it like you said the, the scene of cats and dogs but it tends to not just kind of rain lightly it's it comes pouring down does it feel like somebody's dropping buckets on you guys right now yes yeah, if you could if you could guys uh put your ears on uh wherever uh wherever if you're on a uh, cell phone or wherever you're listening let's see if you can hear the rain give me a second Yeah, so <laughs> so it okay. is raining cats and dogs it over is. there. So <laughs> gatos y perros. No, so yeah, it, it pours here. And um, what the thing about Manzanillo used to be a some some of the place used to be a lake, it used to be water. So it gets real tough. Except for example, right now, there's people that they can't move left or right. They're well, just basically stuck. And for people to know, it, a lot of Manzanillo was built on what was uh, a lagoon, right? It was mm -hmm. the it's by the ocean, but there were lagoons that came in, and and over the years, the as the city grew, they started building over some of the lagoon areas that are low lying areas. So naturally, when it rains, those lagoons like to fill up with water, and so but people live there now. So that's that's fun times, and so that's what the other thing I was saying. Besides that, it pours, it floods a lot, doesn't it, Pedro? It makes it hard to get around, especially the people who don't have cars and they ride on buses or motorcycles, other things. It makes it really tough there, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty tough. I'm telling you, it gets real tough. Even buses, big buses can't even go. So, yeah, sometimes, like, for example, I saw the news that this, the whole bus, they had to just evacuate out the bus, and they just got stranded right there, and who knows what happened. So, yeah, it's just crazy. But uh, it's it's good times here in Manzanillo, but when it rains, uh, it's not it's so good. But, uh, hey, we gotta we got to go through this. Hey, but the good thing, Pedro, right, the rain stops, and you got the ocean, you got the – Nice view. So there's there's some benefits to being there, right? Oh yeah, ocean, nice views, good tacos. Oh yeah. Uh, you're making me hungry already, Pedro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I'm I'm hungry as well. So yes, guys. So that's how it is. 
Welcome back, guys. Uh, to this is episode eight. Hey, wow, big Ocho. You hey, guys. So, hey huh? Pedro, you got me excited. We said Why? that's how it is. I actually thought you were gonna use. Most people don't know the the saying that we made you famous for. You remember that? That's how what? That's how the cookie crumbles. Or yeah, I thought you were gonna say that's how the cookie crumbles. So, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I no, think I Pedro, was... Pedro invented that saying. I did. Just Jim Carrey took it away on that movie. It's a nice movie. <laughs> I gotta give him credit. Yeah, so back to uh, episode eight. Episode eight. Yeah, yes. So go ahead, guys. If you haven't checked out the episode, go ahead and check us out. Review us. Go ahead and check us out in whatever uh, podcast you prefer of your desire. And go ahead and follow us, like us, and review us. We we'll appreciate that. And yeah, so uh, I mean, we've been talking about weather and stuff like that. But tell me, how was your how was your weekend? How was your weeks? My weekend was good. Um, we just been uh, staying busy. And like you said, it seems like this construction is the construction that never wants to end. Uh, it keeps going on and on and on and on. But I keep thinking, oh, we're almost done. And I think we're almost done. We, we did get one big milestone is so we got all our electrical um, inspections done from the city. So I think uh, any day now, they're going to come and put the, the electric meter on. And so we'll actually have where we can use our outlets and plug things in because up until now we've been having to run long extension cords to a temporary electric post that's for construction. And so it'll be great. It'll, it'll feel like one of those big milestones all of a sudden that you can actually plug something into the wall, it works. And then secondly, I think real soon as well that, that we'll be able to open faucets, get water out of the faucets and those things are working. So. We're getting real close. Like you said, the last big one is getting the gas connected. And so we're, we're waiting on the gas company to show up to put up, put the insulation, uh, installation where the gas meter is going to go. And as soon as they show up, we'll be able to have gas shortly. So we're really hoping by next week, we'll have all our utilities connected so that we can kind of get to the finish line, get the last bits done so that uh, from there it's, it's a, clear race to the finish line and I think we can get finished right away. So, so hopefully, hopefully we'll have big news soon about getting finished up. So that's what we've been doing. And then, like I said, getting, uh, kids are getting ready. Daniel, Josh going back to university, they're going online, but just making those arrangements. So that's been interesting with this COVID-19 and how it affects school and all these other things, but we're adjusting and getting there. And that's what we've been doing. How about you, Pedro? What's going on over there besides getting a lot of rain? I'm sorry, guys. The rain's getting on my. Is is going inside my house? <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, um, yeah. It's been a it's been a pretty weird week as for myself as well. Uh, here at the at the coffee shop, um, like I, I have the other other project in the afternoon, this wing spot. So, so I mean, the wing spot. It's just crazy because uh, sometimes at uh, we close at let's say we close at twelve, eleven fifty, people come in. So sometimes uh, and then. They, they want to come in and we have to, you know, uh, go ahead and serve them. But what I'm saying here is that sometimes I still be going out a little late and I still got to go in the morning and open the, co the coffee stand in the morning. So sometimes I run a little 10, 15 minutes late. But so what I, what I, what happened, what I did was, because uh, uh, I, uh, for example, I have a percolator and it'll take about 20, 30, 20, 20, 20 25 minutes. It, it all depends how much uh, volume I put of coffee. And it, it takes uh, around 20 to 30 minutes. And then there's customers that come in right at 
at seven, seven ten, they're like, "Hey, it's the coffee ready." I'm like, oh, and I feel bad, right? And I feel like oh, I need to, I need to wake up earlier. I try, I'm trying to wake up early, but what I did was found a solution. I bought myself a, I don't know, thermo. I say in English, thermo. A thermos, uh, yeah, just a thermos where to keep coffee. Okay, thermos, nice, yeah. nice, nice. The word of the day, thermos, thermo. So uh, I had to get a, I had to get a thermos, and what I, what I do now is I wake up. I go ahead and do some coffee, and then I go ahead and take some coffee already ready. So when clients come in, they already have coffee, and while I'm already making some more uh, and more. So that's that's what I did this week. I was like, man, I gotta adjust myself. I gotta you know find solutions to these problems. And then on the wing spot, uh, it's a little, little 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 tough as well because uh, we're trying to add stuff to the menu. Uh, we're trying to sometimes just change a couple of where to buy stuff because I mean it's just Manzanillo. I, I'm what? No, Manzanillo. Yeah, Manzanillo has like some some of the places don't have what we need or they don't come at the time or they're just not you know they're not there when we when we always need them. So we always have to be changing um, where to buy or, or, or and stuff like that. So but yeah, that's that's basically it. It hasn't been too much fun like like you, but uh, that's pretty much the the week and. Uh, yeah, that's it. Sounds good. Well, it's uh, like I said, it's hard to believe we're on week number eight on this podcast. So I think when we get got started, if you'd have told us, uh, you know, episode eight, how how things would be, and it's like it's hard to believe, you know, we've gotten here this fast. It, it seems like it's gone by really fast. And secondly, I think we're starting to learn. Um, it, it may seem like oh, it's just a podcast doing it is real easy, but it takes discipline. It takes time. Um, it, may, it takes planning to be able to stick with it, to come out every week, have a new episode. And, um, you know, I, I sit here, I give credit to those people who have been doing it for a long time and been consistent because you see life gets in, you know, I think if this was the only thing we were doing, it'd be real easy. But as you said, you know, we have other businesses, we have other things we're working on. And so it takes discipline work. And so, uh, but it's been a, a good learning experience. I think hopefully we're getting better at it. What do you think, Pedro? Are you are you feeling good about it? I think we're, we're ready to go pro, man. We're, we're ready oh, to go pro. All right. I think we <laughs> no, should. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, so, <laughs> so we should declare ourselves we're pros now. Okay. Yes, this is a pro podcast. No, I'm feeling way better. <laughs> uh, you know, um, for example, like we, we talked about, sometimes we all will have, we have, we'll have the title for it. And we don't we won't have too much you know to talk about but when we're talking about it it's just it pops in we're, we're, we're the, the, the thing to hear that i that i think is most important is that we enjoy it right i i enjoy it uh talking to lee talking to you guys and uh i just really enjoy it it doesn't even sometimes we do like an hour podcast and it feels like 20 minutes so i'm telling lee hey just try to <laughs> try to look at the time because we don't want to make it uh two hour but hey, i mean if as long as you guys uh lo piden i say lo piden you guys ask for it ask for it we'll go ahead and do a five-hour podcast for you guys special bonus oh. <laughs> hey pedro wake me up when you're done okay no <laughs> <laughs> but no it's true and I, besides what you're saying you enjoy it and it's been fun but i think the other thing is is when you enjoy the topic of what you're talking about when it's something that either that you're working through that you're living or things you've experienced, it makes it much easier. And so I think that helps a lot having subjects and topics that are uh, interesting to us that, that we've lived through. And hopefully we're sharing information that's helpful to somebody else, that, that somebody maybe 
is working through things. Maybe it's encourages others or helps them kind of think about things. We don't necessarily know everything or have all the solutions, but I think it's good just to talk about things, hear about other people's experiences. And sometimes that just helps you make decisions, do things yourself, or just know that, hey, I'm not the only one that goes through this stuff, right? Other people go through it too. It's normal. So it can be an encouragement and not necessarily feel like, oh, I'm the only one that struggles with this or has a hard time with this or sometimes doesn't know how to do these things. Exactamente, exactly, guys. So talking about rough times here. So the topic of today is how to find opportunities on tough times. Yeah. So, so I think what, you know, you think about this, I, I don't know about you, Pedro, I'm sure ready for this COVID-19 to be over, aren't you? Yes, yes, I'm, uh, I think I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I think we should declare it, you know, officially over. Uh, it, it'd be great if it was that easy, right? We could just say, oh, it's over today, <laughs> but but it's not, right? And so we know that it's not, we don't know how much longer it'll be. Yeah, it could be a short amount of time or it could be a long time. We don't know, it could be weeks, months, or it could be a year or more. We, do, we really don't know. So the question is, is that I think for everybody, this has been a challenging time. Has it been challenging for you, Pedro? Oh yeah, it's been challenging. So uh, I'm, 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 I'm sure for everybody and some people just, uh, well, just as uh, I believe everybody has taken a, a different route. Because here, here in Manzanillo, I don't want to say anything, but I'll say it because I don't, because I'm gonna say it. That's why. <laughs> Daniel, don't edit this part. No, uh, you know some people don't don't really care. They just still come to the beach. You'll still, you know, they have like a regular life. But um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it affects everybody in some way somehow. Yeah, it it does and. And then now we're, we're thinking about, we're talking about here is when you're an entrepreneur, you have a business. I think definitely, I don't know of any business that hasn't been affected, either good or bad. Some businesses, it's a boom. Uh, mm -hmm. You were mentioning, I think like pizza places, pizza places that have carry out and delivery and all that. I, I think those places are doing great. And they're probably thinking, man, this is great for business. But and then there's those other businesses that they've lost all their customers. They hardly have anybody coming in and they're like struggling just to keep the doors open. And so one way or the other, good or bad, but I, I don't think there's a single business uh, that hasn't been affected by it some way or another. And so what you just said, so what do you do when you have, um, hopefully this is one of those things that happens once in our lifetime and we don't experience again. But we, as we talked about before, you know, we talked about obstacles and things that come up all the time. So what happens when uh, these challenges come, when these tough times come, you know, right now we're going through this COVID-19. Um, I don't know if it's natural to look at it as an opportunity. I don't know if, you know, as we start thinking about this, Pedro, when you look at, you know, a tough tough time like this, does the first thing come to mind for you as opportunity or, or what do you think of first when things like this come about? No, when I hear about tough times, I'm like, Por favor, Dios, ayúdame. No. <laughs> yeah, so, um, translation, please, God help me. No, uh, when, I, when I hear about tough times, it's that, uh, well, obviously, what I do is uh, wherever I'm at, I probably, what I probably do is sit down and be like, okay, what can I do? I can't just sit around here and wait for whatever it is, you know, to be over. Because sometimes, like, Lee, like you said, Lee, like, we don't know if this is going to be a, two more weeks, two more months, two more years, or whatever. So what I what I what I do is just go ahead and, and, and start adjusting, start you know shifting around because if you just start sitting down there, I don't I don't think nothing positive will happen. And um, and, and I think it's, like, it's it's pretty natural. I think all of us at some point in mm -hmm. time have done that. Is that we start thinking about it and start 
you know, just being stressed or worried or just being saying, man, I just want this to be over. And it's, it's probably a natural response. I, I don't think anybody ever says that it hasn't even ever come through uh, their mind. I, I've thought about it sometimes it's like, man, I'm just ready for this to be done with and just be frustrated. But like you said, Pedro, you got to get to the point. It's okay to think that, or if that happens, but to, to what you said, stop, say, okay, so now I got to adjust. I need to do something different. And so it, I think that's the key is when, when those thoughts, when it gets, seems like it's everything just feels like all the pressure's on and everything else, it's to be able to step back and say, okay, what do I do now? How do I adjust? What, what's, what's my next move? I know for you, uh, you've had to make some adjustments, haven't you? Yeah, so basically when I opened the coffee stand, it was actually during COVID time. And I, and then um, I was like, you know what, hey, let's do this. It's it's now or never. So I go I go ahead and opened it. I announced it. Uh, you know, things were going good. Um, it, it started slowing down because uh, the, law, uh, the law enforced. Uh, hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I heard something. <laughs> I thought I, we hanged up or something. Just trying to technical uh, hard times. Difficulties. <laughs> so, um, so what happened is uh, the the law the law you know here they started uh, also adjusting. We're talking about adjusting, you know, they started adjusting their laws and everything, this and that. So people started not you know going out because, for example, like on uh, like on um, big uh, business, you know uh you'll get like a fine or something if you they'll see you outside or something so people just didn't want to go outside so um i started getting less customers i i i wasn't you know uh i wasn't like you know get, getting around a lot of people at the time so i was like man you know the sales started going just not too down it was it was just going stable and i was like hey, my my uh my bills are going my bills won't stop everything keeps on going right the whole the whole um, bills are, are, are keep on going. So what I had to adjust, I had, what happened was, is that I, 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 what I saw this opportunity at this uh, this swing spot. This guy was like, hey, you know what, Pedro? Uh, you, you, I think you're the right guy and the perfect guy for this uh, job. And I was like, oh yes, I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this opportunity, right? Uh, actually, I was in the back. I was in. A, I was. I wasn't ready for it because he wanted to me to commit for a long term and for something more big, bigger. But I was, my um, my vision was on the on the coffee stand. I wanted to make it bigger. So what I, I actually, did, I thought, you know what, let me go ahead and think about it. But I, you know, I go, I went and grabbed that opportunity. And I told him, you know what, I'm only gonna work for this much time and for this, you know? So we, we planned it and everything, um, grabbed the opportunity because with that opportunity that I grabbed, I now I get to fund my uh the coffee stand so now i get to not delay it or close it because that's like that's a no-no for me and um and that's basically an adjustment right there fund fund my uh my coffee stand and also with the time you know i had to adjust time i had to so yeah so that's uh basically what happened there and and you think about the a lot of people what they did was just saying hey i'm going to close down either temporarily or permanent and once again, you think about the adjustment. It says, "Okay, well, what were your choices?" You say, "I close down, go work over here, and just put the coffee stand idea either on hold or or put it away for good." Or you said, "Yeah, I'll do this." So, yeah, it's going to be a little challenge for a little while, for a few months, and we don't know how long. But it helps you to keep developing that business, growing that business, because we both know closed 
well, it's not going to go anywhere, at least staying open uh, when a lot of your the competitors, and when I say competitors, it may not just be other coffee places, people where they go and look for a snack, a drink or something else. I know, you, for example, you sell some empanadas, some small pastries sometimes and so forth. So they're buying them somewhere too. And so right now, if you're some other people are closing, well, they're looking somewhere to go buy these things. And so it's, you're using it right now saying maybe you're not making a lot of money, but you're still moving, getting people to know your brand, your business and getting to know you so that you'd be in better position coming out of the COVID-19 to keep growing it versus having to try to start all over from the very beginning from scratch. And so uh, it's a great example of seeing, okay, Either I can view it as a challenge and close down, or I can view it as an opportunity to gain new customers while maybe other people are closing down. So I think that's a great example. I know I also heard of stories of like some bakeries that here, same thing happened, Pedro, the government came back, said, okay, we had to close down or reduce capacity where right now, I think all the restaurants can only be at 50% of their seating capacity. And for some businesses, that's challenging. They can't make that much money or they don't have that much seating. Um, and so it's made it hard. And so I remember reading some stories, bakeries that they couldn't sell as much or they had to you know, close permanently. They couldn't afford to stay open. And so what they started doing is um, selling ingredients. A lot of people started baking at home. I know here in the, in the States that a lot of people started baking at home during this, they couldn't go out. So they learned how to make bread and so forth. And so they started selling little kits for the ingredients people needed. And they started getting the business of selling kits to people to have the ingredients they needed to bake at home. And so even though that's not what they did, but it's something they're familiar with because they were a bakery that they found that was the opportunity right now. And they, they made that switch and that transition. That's just the story of somebody finding an opportunity. And when you do that, I think it really goes to show you have to always be looking what is the opportunity and many times people will tell you what those opportunities are and uh, i don't know what have you seen uh did a lot of people start doing deliveries and and curbside pickup and so forth there pedro oh yeah since you know this thing started happening some people started picking up early and um they started picking up on on, on delivery people that i remember uh I remember people there were, I remember uh, we used to call some some restaurants, right? And then before the COVID, we used to call them and they were like, hey, you guys deliver? Like They were like, no, we can't deliver because we don't have time or something like that, right? And then now that this thing's going on, like uh, now they're doing it, but it's not that they had time. It's just, you know, now they had to, some people had to adjust. Some restaurants had to adjust. And uh, like you said, then uh, that's a very interesting uh, story of the bakery. And there's people that, for example, there's laundry that they'll, they'll, they'll pick it up. They'll come to your house and then they'll drop it back off. They'll even come and and um, they'll even clean your, your dog or you'll, they'll wash your dog at your house. Oh, they have like a car or something. They don't. And Manson, you, you, you hardly hear that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of stuff going on here and then uh, not just in the restaurants, but uh, like everybody's trying to adjust. And uh, and that's good. I mean, delivery. That's a a real good. Right now, I think the people have, this rain going on. People are gonna have to buy uh buy those drones and you know fly around because there's no place you could there, you can't drive. <laughs> so we have to yeah. adjust and and buy it, some drones. And even thinking about that whole idea of deliveries, uh, I remember seeing here that everybody in the world was trying to figure out how to do either carry out deliveries and so 
and some businesses weren't even prepared for it. And you, you mm -hmm. found those businesses that were good at it. Uh, when I say good at it, not necessarily it. They were good at processes, good at uh, giving good service, being efficient in what they do, having processes, and just running their business smoothly. And you saw those were the businesses who were able to quickly make the transition and, and start going in a new direction when the opportunity came about. And they were able to take advantage of it much faster. And then I saw other businesses who weren't as organized, didn't have good processes, didn't have as weren't run as well. And when they had to make that transition, the, their transition was a lot harder, took a lot longer. And so they missed out, not that they weren't able to, but it took them a lot longer. So they missed out on being able to make that change as fast. And so you just see when companies are innovative, when they run well, that they're prepared so that when the opportunities come along, they're ready to quickly make the transition. And right now we're saying it's because of COVID-19, but it made me, it reminded me is that this was the way we've always, you know, had these situations come up time to time, maybe nothing as big as this. I remember when we started the, the coffee shop there in Manzanillo, we used to just sell a few couple of little things for to eat, but it wasn't very extensive. And I remember that we see a lot of customers come in, hey, do you have anything to eat? We wanna eat, we, we don't want just coffee. Uh, it wasn't as customary there as it is maybe here in the States where somebody just come get coffee or get something small, they wanted food. Uh, people in Mexico really liked their breakfast. And I remember having so many people walk away, oh, we'll come back later and they never came back. And so what we had to start saying, well, what's the solution? We can't count on that they're gonna come back by themselves. They say they will, but we hardly would see them. So we had we started serving more breakfast to keep them so they would stay and try it and sure enough they once they stayed they taste our coffee our pastries and everything else and they became customers as a whole but we had to make that that transition and i think we just saw through the years that we always had to see what's the obstacle what's the challenge what's going on and being able to always not view it as a problem but view it as an opportunity and those because opportunities make you get creative. They make you think out of the box. They make you think differently. And that's where we start having innovation. And because it's, it, I think if you have everything you need, money, resources, resources meaning, you know, it could be uh, technology, it could be people, it could be everything. I think innovative that way when we have everything we need because we don't necessarily feel like we got to be creative. But when you don't, and force you to be creative. I don't know if you have any examples of where you've had to get creative on certain things. I know a little bit, maybe like to your coffee equipment, right? You can't necessarily buy everything you need. So you've had to have to figure out what you just said about how to have coffee ready when people get there as soon as you open. Yeah, actually, uh, man, I love doing podcasts. I don't know. That was in my mind. I had to say it, guys. It's I said it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not I love behind the me. I do love it. Just I love podcast because it just makes my brain think more because you know we're live live from san francisco no so um so i remember one time it was a it was a rainy day that's not cold day it's a rainy day so um, i remember uh well i also sell coffee bags um it's it's rare but when i do i do so uh, when, uh, let's say, uh, and I deliver at home, like, for example, I'll say, you know what, let's say if you live around my area, I'll take it to you, and I won't charge, right? But what I started doing, um, what I did was take the bag, and then I'm like, hey, you have spare time? Like, yeah, they're like, sure. So what I did was uh, I took out uh, the pour over, 
and I just started doing the uh, a V60. And then they're like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm going. I'm just gonna, you know, give you a, a courtesy on uh, on the, the drink. I want you to really get to know whatever you're buying from, you know, not just making it like, uh, you know, regular coffee machine or whatever. So I want, I really want you to taste what you're buying. And then they're like, what, what do you, you know, they're, they don't know, they don't even know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about, right, guys. But uh, I go ahead and prepare a V60 for them. I, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll drink it and talk about the coffee and talk about, and then we'll have a good time. So out of those, uh, out of those courtesy V60s, I already, um, I already have three V60 uh, deliveries, you know, so they, and I'm just waiting for them to come through. And now I sold three, three V60s, which I wasn't even thinking about selling like, you know, that, that way. So that, you know, I don't know, maybe thinking about it, uh, being creative, you know, grabbing the opportunity. I didn't even thought about it as an opportunity. I was just thinking about something, you know, uh, 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 grateful. Hey, you know what? You, you bought the bag, appreciate it. Go and give it the, the V60. And now they're like, hey, you know what? I want one of those. So, yeah, that's a, that's one and, for me and, there. And, and all of a sudden you just realize that something starts working and you you just found your solution that what you were saying, you weren't trying to, you weren't thinking about, oh, I'm going to sell V60s, but all of a sudden you, through, you know, trying to solve a, uh, you know, maybe an obstacle that they don't really know what it tastes like. They're not familiar with these. And you say, I'm going to give you a, a courtesy uh, a sample of this coffee. I'm going to make it this way for you. And then they taste it and they liked it. And that now they want one for themselves. And next thing you know, you land upon an opportunity to sell something else. And I, and I think about the history, you know, of our businesses in the past. I mean, that's really been when an obstacle came, came along, usually that's where our biggest ideas came from. I shared with you how we started selling breakfast and, Pedro, you know, we, we started doing a big breakfast business and it wasn't out of because we had this big plan and we intentionally did it. It was because we saw a problem and just decided what is the solution? What's the answer? I know another one is how we got into bacon. Well, I remember we were just, when we first opened up, we were just going to have a couple of little pastries. We didn't have a whole lot of baked items. And I remember there was a lady who came by, she offered to sell us um, an apple pie and a chocolate cake, I think. And she, she did a pretty good job. They looked nice. They tasted good. So we said, oh, yeah, we'll start buying them from you. And she would start delivering to us. We'd order them from, from her as we needed them. Next thing you know it, she was having some problems, I think, at home with her husband. She would start, oh, not showing up on time or uh, taking a little longer than she, we, you know, than she was supposed to on the order. Or all of, And the biggest one that came about, I remember one time she said, oh, my husband and I, we're going to go to Guadalajara which is the biggest big city nearby. And we're going to be over there for, I can't remember. I think it was a couple of months. There was a big event that was lasting for a while there. And they were going to go sell there. And she was like, Oh, I got to go with my husband and we're going to go sell. All of a sudden we was like, we can't be without product for that long. And so Patricia said, well, let me figure out, I'll start making, I can make what she's making. I'll just, and she, quickly she, you know, did some testing, made some product and we started selling. And next thing you know, it, that's how we got into bacon. Now, we didn't think we were going to necessarily uh, how far we were going to go with it. It wasn't intentional. It's like, oh, we're going to start baking this, that, and that. We had a need at the, at the time, and we started solving for that need. And next thing you know it, we weren't only making those two things. We were making brownies. We were making cookies. We started making um, other desserts, and we started making breads. for. And the bread thing is the same thing. We had a pizza place who made focaccia bread, the original owner there. 
when he made it, it would come out really good. But after a while, he wasn't as present in his business. He had his workers doing it. The quality started changing. It wasn't coming in as consistent. Same thing. We said, hey, we can't be, have this inconsistency. We need a consistent bread. And we started making it. So usually out of a challenge and opportunity, those were the ones that, you know, out of some challenge created opportunity for the future. And those became things that we started selling that we became known for. And so more anything else, I think what we're trying to get at is that don't always look at challenges as, oh, what do I do roadblocks. I can't, this is going to hurt my business. I can't move forward. This is holding me back. But always think about what is the opportunity? I don't know if you, you know, if you're thinking about Pedro, your business right now, if you kind of see uh, always on your mind, what is my next opportunity? I see here's the issue, but what, what, what door could that open in the future that's going to drive your future growth? Yeah, uh, like for example, I have, um, there's something I always, something I'm, I'm going to share with you guys. Uh, and I always been thinking about it. I just never thought how, how to approach it, but it's something so simple like the V60 story, but it might turn out to something big. But for example, uh, right there at the coffee shop, at the coffee stand, um, there's a lot of uh, people that they own small business, so they, they own business. You know, most, most of all the, the people that, that buy coffee are people that are going work or, you know, they're gonna go ahead and, and open their business. So like, let's say out of, let's say out of 10, like eight or seven, We'll just be like, man, it's slow, and then they'll start talking about how you know how how their sales are going and and how slow it is and and this and that. So sometimes I I'll give them like a little, I give them like a like a tip, you know, hey, what do you think you're missing? You know, uh, you know, making this podcast uh, behind the bean makes me think of how to help other people as well, not just in the podcast, but in in uh, in, in in real in real life. So and they're like, hey. So they're like, hey, uh, I asked them, what do you think you're missing? And he's like, I don't know. Obviously, they don't know. But I'm like, have you thought about, you know, I'll, I'll, this or that? Or or have you thought this? Or have you, you know, stuff that I tried or something that Lee has told me or something that I have learned from somewhere? And then they're like, whoa, you know what? I'm going to try that. So out of that, it came up to me to have like a, like a, like a group on Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, a group on WhatsApp, which is the, the app, the WhatsApp. Um, have a group of, uh, let's say, small or whatever entrepreneurs, people that own small business or people that that that, that own business, they want to they want to uh, expand or they wanna they they wanna tips or something how to grow. So so I'm thinking about making a group and I'm gonna go ahead and do it uh, here in Manzanillo starting and where let's say right now I have like eight or nine people already up my head uh, out top of my head. Who I'm gonna go? Uh, it's not gonna be just anybody. You know, it's gonna be people that actually gonna actually bring in some good information and people that actually want to thrive. People that actually want to just go to the next level. People that want to adjust. People that want to go ahead and shift. Not just oh, I want to sell and that's it. No, people that actually want to take it to the next step, but they're missing that. So making that group out of let's say eight or nine right now, we're gonna start. Maybe we're gonna help each other around. You know, maybe what he said or her she said maybe it might help me. But thinking about coffee-wise, they all love coffee. So, I mean, you know, it might be a way for me to just, whenever we hang out or whatever, you know, go ahead and um, sell coffee. Or, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to head out. But uh, that's maybe that's another thing, another opportunity should, that I should I grab, you know, that people that are already buying from me and how how to help them and maybe 
sell coffee, whatever they, I don't know. But what I'm trying to say here is uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab opportunities. Opportunities come. Not all might be good, but go ahead and grab them because you may never know. That maybe that might be the adjustment you need for your business to thrive, to go ahead and keep on going. And sometimes those opportunities, you're not even looking for them. They come about through circumstance. Like you said, you got to meet these business owners right now. They might be struggling. They don't have customers. They're a little frustrated. And you think about everybody's, what we talked about, the COVID-19 is affecting them, affecting their business. And you, it's something that comes about that. And all of a sudden, this opportunity comes about to have influence, to have uh, a way to impact people, help people out. And so we always have to look at it when things come up, when all those come up, these uh, things that seem like they're just messing everything up, they're affecting your business negatively. And we always know that what happens is actually it creates opportunity. And so what is the opportunity before you? That's the question we have for you today. Hopefully we got your mind thinking, you start thinking about, instead of always saying, oh, how bad things are, how this doesn't seem like anything's good coming out of it, what do I do next and feel like this really sucks, which, it, you know, sometimes it feels that way a lot of times. But at the same time, at some point say, okay, it does, it's tough, but what are the opportunities? Because right now, I think the businesses who adjust well, who, like you said, make that shift right now are the businesses who are going to prosper in the future. So how do you do to set yourself up for a great future? And so you can either sit here and just say, I'm just trying to get through this, or you can sit here and say, how do I thrive and how do I take it, uh, advantage of the situation to create bigger and better opportunities of the future? Yeah. So right now, guys, I mean, maybe maybe a coffee, maybe a coffee, uh, maybe a coffee shop might be the answer, right? Like, but let's say two years from now, it won't be the same. So we're gonna have to keep on adjusting. I'm gonna go ahead and give a quick story. I remember, I remember a thousand years ago. No, I remember what ten years ago, maybe. Uh, I don't know if in the states, well, cyber cafes. Is that how you say it? cyber cafes? Whether, you... yeah, yeah, no way. Uh, as people may not know. Maybe in the U.S. it's been a long time, or you know, but in in other countries, people used to go to a particular business to use the internet so they could check voicemail, get on the internet. I mean, email, get on the internet, maybe do work for school, and so they would use these cyber cafes and rent them by so much for you know for a time, right? Yeah, I remember that was that was like I remember back in the states and here, uh, it was it was booming. Even my brother, I'm telling my brother used to have one of those and. I'm telling you, for like for ten years straight, he was you know making good good money and everything. But what happened? Maybe it wasn't you know at the time it wasn't COVID, but I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just the technology was too advanced. Now people are have cell phones and you know all that all the technology on hand. They don't need uh, to go and, and spend money. So uh, for example, they people have to adjust. A lot of people close down. They're like, eh, they started selling. Like I'm, I'm going ahead and share my. Story about my brother. I don't know if you listen to this brother, but hey, what's up, man? Nah. So, um, my brother, he had a cyber, right? A cyber cafe. And then he used to have like 20 or 25 uh, computers. And it, it went big. I remember he started in the, in the, he started at like a little storage with one computer. You know, he started just fixing computers and everything. From there, he started picking up. Boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, the cyber cafe thing, you know, blew up. He blew up, started making some good money. Now, technology came in you know uh and it just shut down so he had to sell everything and that was at that time i was working for him you know now I, we had to close so that was the reason why i had to leave 
the you know the, the that job but um now what he did was is now that he's uh he's selling and shipping uh um the tools the um uh, to fix computers how do you say like just like if you need let's say a memory drive or you need the mother or whatever drive or motherboard yeah computer parts uh-huh all that good stuff if you need them he'll he'll find them for you cheap and he'll send them all around the states so he had to adjust now he doesn't have that but now now what he does is stay i don't he has two jobs right i don't know what the other job is but well one of his jobs that he's still doing he he's go ahead and delivering stuff around the world around the united states you know for for a good deal so i mean stuff like that we just have to adjust yeah and and you have to always it's it's a good uh, story as well to think is that no matter where you're at whatever business you're in things are, are going to change uh, maybe a cyber cafe became obsolete because the technology changed everybody had access to the internet at home either because they could get internet at home cheap or because on their cell phone and so that became obsolete or just times change so maybe a coffee shop's ne never going to become obsolete that way but the way they look the way they operate those could change i just read an article today about our drive throughs is the big thing for coffee shops in the future maybe they are maybe they're not but there's always change that's going to come about how things are done and so just being prepared knowing that change will come and so when we always look at Whatever the next obstacle is, is that instead of looking at it as an obstacle, change that word to opportunity. So when you think obstacle, mm -hmm. what word should you think about? Opportunity. There you go. So that's, that's I think, today's podcast is just don't get so wrapped up in saying what, what are the challenges, what's going on, oh, how am I going to make it? But think of it differently. It's all a mindset. Now think about it and it says, what are the opportunities right now because of the obstacles? And if you do that, you'll always be innovating, advancing. And so when it's time to change, you'll be ready to change because you're not waiting until you have to change uh, to make those changes. You're being, um, you know, doing it ahead of time. You're, do, you're being proactive about it and changing to keep advancing and staying ahead of things and not because you have to just to survive. Yeah, and talking about uh, look, that was that was a real nice one right there. Uh, op, uh, when you're talking about the uh, opportunity, you know, when you hear that word, just go ahead and switch it out to opportunity. But also something I would like to uh, real fast get get in, in this podcast is uh, also be more present in 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 and let's say be more present in social media. For example, this here in this podcast. I mean, I don't know for some reason. Maybe we had, we, I don't know, we just, we just had to go ahead and do this podcast. One, maybe to help out people. Two, help us each other out. But also something I, I would love to, to, to share with you guys is, uh, you know, be more present. I don't know, may, might be a po podcast, might be the, a blog, it might be a YouTube, it might be Facebook. I don't know what it is. But, uh, you know, maybe start thinking about how to be more creative and what might be the platform for you, the best for you to go ahead and, uh, start something new or, or 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 adjust your business so that's something to also think about because like we're talking about this behind the bean now people are asking me because of all the things we talked about over this eight episodes which has been a blast i've been using this same information in and in, and in, in helping other people so maybe you know think about that uh you know be more present in, in other in other platforms and uh appreciate you guys for being here and uh yeah so pedro if when yeah. you when you leave your house 
and you run into that big uh, obstacle of, of flooding in the streets, don't look at it as an obstacle. Remember, what is it? Opportunity. Opportunity. <laughs> but here in Manzanillo, I'm going to have to leave the car, and then I'm going to have to go ahead and go on my private jet, jet skis. All right. <laughs> Get you a boat now. So, well, we appreciate everybody listening in. Hope, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. And hopefully for somebody, it was something they needed to hear. Maybe nothing in here was terribly new. There was anything that was just uh, mind-blowing. But more than anything else, we want to be encouragement because I know in the past, every time we've in encountered these opportunities, these obstacles, you know, these things that come in the way, we've always found a way to advance things, to have an opportunity to grow. And so let this be a, a season of growth for you. Let it be challenging to you to innovate, create something new, and then to take advantage of those opportunities for the future of your business. So that's my encouragement to you today. Hopefully that helps somebody. I know it's, it's helpful for me because sometimes you just have to remind yourself, you see the current situation, you forget about um, the, the past and you forget about how you've been able to do things in the past. And sometimes you got to encourage yourself and just remember all the positive things. Exactly, guys. So strong mindset, strong, strong mindset. So guys, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you guys behind the bean. Eighth episode, Lee and Pedro are out, out of here because I'm going to have to go ahead and swim, swim from side to side. All right. Well, thank you. We'll be in touch, Pedro, and thank you, everyone who's listening in, and we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. Adios. Take care. Bye.